today on Locked On Ducks, a special interview with Sarah Avampado covering the AHL All-Star Game. Join us on today's Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello everyone, and a wonderful Tuesday to everyone. I'm exhausted. This is Locked On Ducks, and you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we go over the AHL All-Star Classic. But first, I want to remind you that you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. And be sure to subscribe. Do that right now. Subscribe to Locked on Ducks to get all your latest information. And also, Twitter. You can find me at StimpyJD on Twitter. You can find the show at LO underscore Ducks. This past weekend, it was the AHL All-Star Classic. Yours truly had the great honor of being able to work that event. And speaking for myself, it was a blast. I had a lot of fun working it. I am tired. Um, Going from the Hall of Fame yesterday to some other events to the actual game. And, you know, it was an all-night affair. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was a complete blast. And even afterwards, you know, had a little bit of time to catch up and had an interview on today which is tuesday with sarah avampado from locked on kings she was also present so we had a little crossover fun got to record a little bit of audio this interview will take the place of several episodes as we're talking about the all-star festivities talking about other topics so there will be multiple podcasts coming up with sarah and it was a great pleasure having her on And we'll be, you know, going back and forth on some other shows coming up very soon. In the meantime, here is the first part of that interview with Sarah Avampado. And we recorded this live on location. Enjoy this, guys. On Locked on Ducks, I'm joined by Sarah Avampado, who's the host of Locked on Kings, our frenemies (laughs) in this podcasting world since Kings fans and Ducks fans are not supposed to be friendly towards each other, are they? No, that's it's in the rule book. It's number one. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this whole weekend. It was a fun time in Ontario. It really was. Um, I was, this is my first AHL All-Star experience uh, because most of the other ones have been in, quite frankly, as per someone from Chicago, I don't need to go further north to experience more snow in January. Uh, so was pretty delighted to head out to California in January and uh, was really impressed with the AHL, with, with the Ontario rain, um, just all the work they did to put together a pretty spectacular uh, two days of celebrating the best of the best in the league. I feel like what the rain did this year was they really promoted, oh, we have such great weather. And even, you know, talking to guys earlier tonight, they were saying, oh, man, we were so glad to get out of Rochester or get out of Hartford or get out of insert city here where it's 20-something degrees. And some of them were even talking about going to the beach tomorrow. They're sticking around till tomorrow night. Yeah. They don't want to go home. Yeah. I mean, there were three jokes this morning in the uh, preview or in the the lead-up to the AHL um in the lead-up to the Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, three jokes about the fact that this was Ontario, California, and not Ontario, Canada, which, had I had the time to go around the locker room and ask each gentleman in there a question, it would have been, how did you feel about the fact that you found out it was Ontario and it was California rather than Canada? Were you excited for palm trees? Yeah, I will make this joke now. So I actually used to be a resident of Ontario, California. (laughs) 
and I would not get some of my mail because I would put Ontario CA, and they would think it was Canada. No. But no, I had to, for a long time, spell out Ontario, California. <laughs> that is not as much of a problem these days. Just put USA on the bottom of it. That's fine. Uh, but going back, let's go back to Sunday really quick. Uh, Sunday God, was... It was so long ago. I know. <laughs> So long ago. <laughs> Sunday was the skills contest. Yes. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> uh, so the skills competition, let's let's just not be drawn the bush. <laughs> there was one main event there. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Yeah. It was obviously the yes. breakaway relay. Obviously. <laughs> like, good luck, Cal Peterson. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Cal. Good luck, Anthony Stolarz. Good luck, insert goalie here. Yeah. Our, we have our own goalies yeah, on this podcast. We do. We do. I mean, you're locked on Kings. You have Cal Peterson, yeah. who's the fan favorite. He tried his best. <laughs> and Anthony Stolarz, who is now a crowd favorite. But going back to Sunday, the whole thing was fun. That, yeah. that was a great kickoff. Yeah. Even before the skills competition, there was the little fan fest that took place beforehand, <laughs> where you had, you know, like. All these little vendor booths, you know, violent gentlemen were there giving out their stuff. Uh, what did you make of that whole fan fest? I had a very good churro donut. <laughs> um, that was very exciting. Um, I, I thought it was just really neat to, A, it was done really well, like, not overwhelming in the amount of, like, games and vendors and whatever. Uh, so there was still enough room for you to roam around and check stuff out. Um, but it was really neat to just to get to see fans from across the league and so many different jerseys and you know <laughs> as you know listeners to of my podcast know um i also write about the chicago wolves and as i was walking around walked past two people in chicago wolves jerseys out here in california so i had to go and like get their story from were, them. were one of them named blake <laughs> maybe <laughs> were they perhaps people that have been to every yes. all-star game for a while yes <laughs> I also talked to them and gave them a little gift. So if you're listening, I hope you guys enjoyed your gift that I have also given our humble host, Sarah. And it's she's so beautiful. <laughs> she's very excited about that. Um, she's taking home a little piece of San Diego with her, and she's very excited about that. Spoilers, it's very neon. I'm very excited. <laughs> we had this podcast, which you can listen to a previous episode about that. We talked about the 80s jerseys. They were the best. They were so good. And there were a couple of uh, uh, San Diego Gulls 80s jerseys uh, roaming around at the Fan Fest and at the red carpet events. And I just got really excited every time I saw them. So, uh, like I've said, it pains me physically to have to give kudos to the Gulls or the Ducks organization for anything. But that was very well done. Very, very on trend, let's say. I will give this disclaimer right now. I will say that I grew up as a Kings fan because there was no Ducks at the time. So that was my first team. But this was back, you know, before the Anaheim. Even before the Mighty Ducks movies, the Kings were my first team. Because there was no Ducks. Yeah. That's fine. I have to say, covering the goals this season, it has been a joy. And they've been extremely nice to me. Yes, there's a small part of me is like, you guys are doing so good with this. You're knocking it out of the park. <laughs> 10,000 plus fans for that 80s night. And then to see all those fans come to Ontario, not just for the fanfare, but for right after that. The red carpet thing. I was surprised there was that many it was, fans there. Yeah, it, it was very, it was packed. Um, 
there was you know fans lining the the ground level and then if you've never been to whatever it's called now Twitter Twitter Arena. Arena, um I still call it by the old name um, Citizens Business Bank Arena hey yep. say what you want it is the crown jewel of the Inland yes, Empire it's beautiful both Dave Joseph and I will defend that to the very end of this day I, I have no complaints about it you know Dave has done PA there I have done public address there I will say crown jewel of the Inland Empire that's what it is. <laughs> if you've heard that phrase before, you're a Kings fan. <laughs> uh, but really, there was expected to be about 150 to 200 there. There was oh, that was way way more, more than, that. than that. Yeah, because the fans had to snake up and down the like ramp walkway to get up to like the upper level, like concourse or whatever. Um, just fans everywhere, uh, and so that was really. Really exciting to see, and really exciting to see the representation from so many different fans, all the different jerseys. Like, yes, there were a lot of Gulls fans. There were a lot of Tucson fans because they're all fairly drivable distances. Not um, as many Bakersfield fans, not, though. Yeah, not as many Although Bakersfield. Although I wonder why. Right, yeah. Oh, there, there, was, was, <laughs> there, was, there was an incident. Yeah. Um, the, I can't say publicly on the air what was said. <laughs> We've been talking for a long time and didn't talk about the big thing on Sunday. You see see how I'm doing this, folks, is I'm kind of milking the moment. Just waiting to see when you're going to come to such a freaking amazing shot. Ah! So, (laughs) the hardest shot competition. The previous record was set by Colin Miller of the Manchester Monarchs, Mm -hmm. now Ontario Reign. He had the record had of 105.5 miles an hour i think i'm comfortable saying this on air me and a couple people had a little side bet going and i lost a dollar on this (laughs) i said his first shot would go 102 Uh, my buddy who was on on ice level he said it would be 104 so i took him up on that bet (laughs) thinking he's not going to go 104 at first well yeah Martin Firk's first shot was 104.0 miles an hour. I kind of point down towards the box. <laughs> he looks up. He kind of gives a little wave because he wasn't on camera at the time. But he was like, yeah, yeah, I was right. Got it. So once Firk beat it, he knew he had won. Yeah. Right? So as I heard in an interview, he just, you know, closed his eyes and mm-hmm. let it rip. And what happened next <laughs> was beyond everybody's expectations and 109.2 miles an hour it sounded loud even from our vantage point up there yes how was the feeling up in your area it was so his first shot you know i think that everyone knew especially like of the people who cover the rain and cover the king's that Martin Ferk was probably going to win this event. I don't think any of us thought that he was going to somehow, you know, mess it up. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to quote, <laughs> I got a tweet Sunday night and I will let Sarah see this <laughs> right now. But on Saturday's show, live from Toyota Arena, <laughs> I talked about that, that Marty Ferk was probably going to win it. And then I'm going to, yep, here it is. One of our colleagues, Harrison Lee. (laughs) Read that. He says, Stimpy JD called it correctly. (laughs) So there's your acknowledgement right there. (laughs) So Harrison Lee from Locked on Jets, there's your shout out right there. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I called it on Saturday. I said, watch yeah. him win this and watch him yeah. possibly break our record. Yeah, and so like we, we yeah, did, did we think it was going to break the record? No, but, you know, that's such, it's such a hard record to break. There's a reason it's a record. Yeah. Um, but legitimately, like, whenever he hit his second shot, like, there was kind of a moment of silence up in the press box. And then when they flashed the numbers on, on the screen on Jumbotron, because we, the press box was facing away from the actual electronic thing on the ice that shows Yeah, so, you, so your press box is more towards the right side of the yes. rink. I had the center ice yeah. area. So yeah, how, so we... <laughs> how was the atmosphere where you were at? I mean, it was like, you know, there's no cheering in the press box, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Um, there were more than a few, like holy expletive <laughs> kind of uh, <laughs> statements from uh, several of us up there uh, whenever they showed the, the final um, the final speed but just kind of a stunned silence and then just an explosion of like oh my god Martin Furk just murdered a puck <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the most accurate way to put it yeah I mean I think I, I tweeted on one of my <laughs> accounts like Martin Furk that puck had a family like <laughs> um, but yeah we did not necessarily expect a new, not only AHL record, but if you compared it to the NHL, he also would have beat Zdeno Chara's uh, 108.8-something. Uh, so unofficially <sighs> an NHL record as well. But yeah. 108.8 was fast at the time. Yeah. And that's an amazing shot that Zdeno Chara. Yeah. From someone who's like eight feet tall. <laughs> but then you have Marty Furk with his, I think it was like a 60 or 70 flex yeah. stick. Nothing... Not, I mean, his stick has a lot of flex, but he makes it look easy, yes. but there's so much power yeah. behind it. And when I went on your show, mm-hmm. which you can also hear on the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Kings, um, I come on Sarah's show and talked about <laughs> the fact that Merferk had a bad angle shot, and that one looked fast at the time. Yeah. That was two and a half weeks ago now. Yeah. So, like we've been telling you, <laughs> you, sh- you should listen to us. You know, Sarah and I have... St- have called this Marty Furk has a fast shot so the two of us we, we know. got it we got it yeah and even talking with you know I was able to talk with Cal Peterson and Kale Clake from the Kings or from the rain uh, after the skills competition and got to talk to them both about uh, Martin Furk's shot and both of them Kale Clake was like yeah I called it he's like I knew I knew that, that they call it they all call him Furky he's like I yeah. knew that Furky was gonna get it uh, Cal Peterson he actually talked about the shot not that shot in specific, but he was like, yeah, Furk can shoot it not only from there, but he can shoot it hard and accurate and a heavy shot from anywhere on the ice, including angles you don't think he's supposed to be able to. Might he be referring to the one that we were talking about last he, time? He may have been, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, his teammates as well um, acknowledged the fact that, you know, they they knew what they were getting. Uh, and then um, Rain Captain um, Brett Sutter posted on Twitter and I, I I wish I my phone is somewhere else and I, I'll never pull it up in time but he posted on Twitter talking about Ferk's shot um, and the quote was essentially something to the effect of yeah I took one between the nipples the other day and thought I had a heart attack look so live research folks I'm looking up the tweet right now about that shot because it's freaking amazing it's not on his twitter unfortunately because he he doesn't tweet very often never mind (laughs) 
Oh, no, I, will was, not, I will let yeah. you read it. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> Ontario Rain Captain uh, Brent, Brett Sutter, in response to the AHL official tweet uh, of Martin Furk's new record, he says, I soaked one right between the nipples this year. I thought I had a heart attack. Not one, not a one bit surprised by this. Marty has a cannon. He also spelled cannon wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but no, he does have he does have a cannon <laughs> in E minor. Oh, oh. Uh, but, sorry, no, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> It's it's a uh, canon in F major, as in Ferk. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So his his teammates all recognize that. Uh, you know, Cal Peterson was like, "Yeah, he does it to me in practice. Like, there is no escaping it." Uh, even there really is. The it's the same team. I mean, other other people are afraid of Martin Ferk's shot. <laughs> it's a hundred miles per hour in game. Yeah, and then you go hundred nine like that. Yeah. To slow motion how it felt in my area. So we have the center ice view. So once he shot, once he shot that first one, we're like, okay, he beat it. I kind of peer over and I say, watch this. Like, he might beat it here. Like, just watch. So I kind of, we kind of see this happening. As soon as he hits it, you could hear it in the yeah. arena. Did it sound to you like it echoed yes. throughout the entire it, arena? It sounded like an explosion went off. And then once it went off the post, yeah. that was one of the loudest post shots I've ever heard in any game. <laughs> and you, we both covered yeah. a lot of hockey. Yeah. Was that one of the loudest pings you've Absolutely. ever heard? And just in like the dead silence of the arena, like watching. That, that's when it went silent up there for about a half second. We're like, whoa. Yeah. And then we were silent. And then we saw the number pop up. We're like... Whoa! <laughs> we cheered too. I know there's a whole no cheering, but you know what? On a moment like yeah. that, when you see history, yes. like think about that. When you see a yeah. historic moment like that, yeah. you can't help but let it out. Right. Yeah. You have to let out some emotion. Yeah. And I know a lot of fans that, you know, some people listening to this, they're probably jealous. Like, what was it like? Like, you actually saw history. That's so freaking amazing. <laughs> Like how did how did it feel? That's how it was, folks. That yeah. was the atmosphere yeah. at the arena. It, it was it was. was it was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, to get to see that and to get to you know talk to all of them afterwards. But yeah, just to experience that, it, it really did kind of feel like one of those moments where like time kind of stopped for a second it's until of, until you saw the final score and you're like, how did you do that? How did you make that look so easy? Like I've told this story on other you know podcasts or on Twitter. I've t- sure I'm sure I've told it. Is that like. I play crappy beer league hockey. Like I'm awful. I like, I can't skate. Like whatever. Um, and so I am. I am sort of the. I'm semi-retired now, but like kind of the designated stand in front of the goalie, let things hit you, and just whatever. Um, which also no one expects from like a five four lady. Um, I blocked like one shot off my skate. <laughs> from crappy beer league all of us are beginner adults who don't know what we're doing and it hurt like i was like my foot is gonna fall off oh, i can't no. and like and it's like beer league like no one is good that shot had nothing on it and i was like i'm dying i can't imagine willingly stepping in front of a shot from martin Ver, who even if he doesn't get 109 miles per hour in game still gets he still a get- pretty crazy shot and to willingly to put your body in front of that or to take it off of any part of you um they deserve everything every every dollar they get for that because <laughs> i won't do it again <laughs> oh just imagining that Ooh. no thank you Welcome. 
Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're here with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Hello. And Sarah Avampato. Yo. And I just realized, um, yesterday I talked about Kobe Bryant. This is episode number 81 for me. Ah, the connection. Yeah, Kobe Bryant scored 81 points, the second most in an NBA game. Um, I happened to be at Staples Center that day. That is so when, many points. When Kobe scored 81. That is, I only, like... I only know enough about basketball to be dangerous, but that is a lot of points. <laughs> it, it was a lot. No, watching him score 60 his final game, that was a lot. <laughs> Still to this day, the only basketball game I ever cried at. That's fair. Because of everything that happened at the game. That was amazing. But this is a hockey podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, everybody's kind to Anthony Stolarz. <laughs> How did we not talk about Anthony Stolarz all that much? That's weird. Yeah, I'll, we had I'll, a lot of sidetracks. Yeah, but I'll just say Anthony Stolarz impressed the hell out of me tonight. Yeah. He, oh was, he, was, he was very good. He took the We Want Cal chance in good stride uh, from the Ontario <laughs> Rain fans. And I think by the end, uh, particularly given how well he performed in the three-on-three portion of the tournament, um, honestly, he was the highlight for me. Uh, him and Kale Clay, who had, I believe, six points yeah. in his three games, he did really well. Um, but they, they were kind of my highlights for, for performance. And Stolarz really uh, showed off his personality, which Stolarz I think is important. stacking the pads yes. tonight. What, yes. What was that? Yeah, he, he was showing off. He was showing off big time. And so he... there was one point on the second game where Anthony Stolarz started off with nine consecutive saves. I don't know if he's... I didn't, attention. I didn't count them, but so because, it was a lot. Because of my position, I had to count them. And I had to track all the shots. So when it got to three, I, I heard a little cheers from behind me, the goals fans. Then it got to four. Then you had that stack save for five. Once he got that sixth save in a row, did you notice that some of the Rain fans, and there was more cheers for yeah. each save yes. he got? Yeah. And once it got to the sixth, seventh in a row... I could audibly tell that I could feel yeah. the rain fans yeah. start to cheer yeah. for Anthony Stolarz. Yeah. He he made Wasn't some new. That weird. It, it was very weird. They're going to go back to booing him the next time the gulls play, but uh, I think they'll they'll think of him a little fondly for just a second before they boo him again next time. Exactly. But he he was so yeah. so impressive. Nine yeah. in an all star setting to get nine saves in a row in a three on three. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. He 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 was really great. I think that he was uh, he he showed what he has, and uh, I believe also in like post game interviews and stuff. Like he just very charismatic, a very fun guy. Uh, yes. and you know he's a goalie. He loves his job. <laughs> you have to to be a goalie. He had a gritty mask for crying out loud. If you heard that comp, if you heard that conversation a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I'm glad I got to ask him about the there gritty mask. <laughs> that that guy's fun. He was one of the highlights for me for the All Star game this year, along with Matt Molson being cheered yeah. for at the end. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, fans fans were very very appreciative of Matt Molson who played uh, with the Ontario Rain for a couple of seasons, and um, I know just from past interviews with him and media that he's done um his time in Ontario really kind of helped revitalize his career at a time that he was kind of questioning if he still wanted to be in pro hockey and if he what if he wanted to be doing what he was doing and you know Buffalo sent him to Ontario Uh, he has obviously family connections out here so it was a logical choice to send him here Uh, Buffalo basically was like we don't have any plans for you please go (laughs) and they sent him to the rain and he 
really, really grew into his role as a mentor and uh, was really important for a lot of the King's young players coming up. Um, you know, some of the young guys lived with him last season. Exactly. And so he, and you know, the rain have not been particularly good the past few years. And he was uh, honestly the best player on the rain uh, <laughs> recently. And so I think a lot of fans, you know, recognize him and, and love him for, you know, his contributions and to see him get a uh, really warm reception from the fans, even though he scored on Cal Peterson <laughs> in one of the games. Uh, that was, I feel like a very conflicting moment for everybody. You, you and I had a conversation about this <laughs> and I did say, wouldn't it be funny yeah. if that happens at some point in the yep. game where it's going to be Cal versus Matt? Yep. How are the fans going to feel yeah. about that? And it was it was also a very stupid goal. Like it, it was, was. <laughs> it was definitely one that had this been a real game, like should not have ever gone in. But it is what it is. But yeah, Molson got his little got his goal on. It was like the first shot that Peterson faced in in the game too. So you were up. You were higher up. You had a higher view than I did. Can I tell you how that went? Yes. So. Matt Molson like kind of like did a little dipsy doodle move and kind of had his little slow goal. Okay, whatever. And I'm paying attention to this because I know what exactly happened. So Cal just kind of shook his head, but I was more paying attention to Matt Molson. Matt Molson let out the slyest little smirk, and I'm trying not to laugh down there, but I'm just kind of like, oh man, Matt Molson just got him. Oh yeah, and he's la- and he's yeah. kind of like smirking about it but also he's got to be laughing oh, hysterically yeah. Oh, yeah. inside and just that little smirk yeah. that i saw that was everything i was like <laughs> this is this is so awesome working this this is fun oh yeah yeah i don't know if you, they're aware but you know i worked i had the honor i will say <laughs> to me it was an honor to work the clock for the all-star game today i enjoyed every second of it very high quality button oh, pushing man. oh man <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was there. There were no clock issues. It was great. Yeah, this was this was not Nashville. <laughs> this was not Columbus. <laughs> oh, yeah, no torts getting. I, ju- I just imagined you making an enemy of John Tortorella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on that note, folks. <laughs> on, on that note, oh, oh that was loud. Yeah, I did Whoa. not. Did not mean to crack my knuckles that loud. Sarah, where can everyone find you on the social? You can find me on Twitter at right said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E said Sarah with an H. And of course the podcast on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. And, and as we all say on every show, wherever podcasts are found, just do the searching. And I am there um, talking about the Kings and the rain and, literally whatever else comes to mind i guess i come on once in a while since i do live in southern california i borrow you from time to time yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) there's a spoiler she may borrow me from time to time or to have me on completely (laughs) no fool in there (laughs) hey i need an on the ground expert and i've got one It's it's true i get to see marty firk's slap shots in Great earnest. <laughs> so for and all the... <laughs> I, I will make it a point on the next home game to be behind the glass during yes. warm-ups. Just listen to him clang one off of there. What else were you going to say? I cut you off. That's I was hard. just going to say for all of the Kings fans out there, tell them where they can find you on the social medias. On the socials, they can find me at StimpyJD. That's my personal, which is Ren and Stimpy. 
Oh, happy, happy, joy, joy. Say a stimpy JD. Or they can find me at LO underscore ducks. That's the locked on ducks. Yeah, we have fun there. We do. I've had a plethora of special guests recently. You really have. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I had Taylor Blake Ward from Locked On Angels. You're asking, why would I have a baseball guy on there? Are you wondering why? Tell me why. Because the Baseball Hall of Fame recently inducted Larry Walker, who could have been an NHL goalie. Could have been. And I share a little story about the Regina Pats GM talking Larry Walker out of hockey and into baseball. That was kind of fun. So I had him on there. Uh, Harrison Lee was recently on, who I talked about before, who predicted that Marty Furk thing, and I called it. <laughs> yeah, he was on recently. Let's see who else. Justin Morissette was on from the Canucks. There was also Locked on Jeopardy, and someone that I talked to today, um, she does the Twitter for the AHL, and one of the hashtags she pays attention to is Hockey Fights Cancer. And we raised more money for Hockey Fights Cancer. That's the third Jeopardy installment now. Those have proven to be pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. And then I had an awesome interview with S. Preston, the minimalist artist who just had a fun time in St. Louis for the All-Star Game. He does mascot art. I know you're going to have a whole episode on mascots at some point. Absolutely. (laughs) Might need to talk to him. (laughs) Oh, Preston's a fantastic interview. I interviewed him at his... Art gallery in Anaheim. <laughs> See, this is the advantage of having locked on ducks is, you know, Anaheim people are very awesome and he's a great artist. So there you go. I've had plenty of guests recently and it's not going to stop. There's another special guest that I'm going to have pretty soon. Um, talk about a very serious topic that's kind of at the forefront of stuff right now. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> So you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I just talk to myself every day. So and you should you should hear Sarah on. By the way, congrats again on Locked On NHL. Thank you. Every Monday, I now host the Locked On the Locked On NHL show. Uh, you can find it on Locked On NHL on Twitter, and also search for Locked On NHL on your podcast app of choice. Uh, so every Monday, I will be bringing you, hopefully, uh, kind of three top stories from around the league uh, in conversation with um, our Locked On podcast hosts, as well as anyone else who I can dredge up from the hockey world to talk about uh, some of the biggest events going on in the league. Um, I, I'm guessing I'm going to be called on a couple of times. Oh, yeah. The, the Ducks will do something interesting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when they trade their whole team, th- there you go. <laughs> I mean, they're in the cellar along with the Kings. Yeah, they're going to... We, we know we're... that our two terrible teams, as yeah. you call them, are going to be sellers. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Or she'll have me on to talk about minor leagues because... How many of our Locked On hosts actually talk minor leagues a lot? Not many. Yeah, not a lot. But it's fun down here, and I love it. Someone has to, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how you get to be like the hockey hipster and be like, I was a fan of insert obscure player here before he was cool. Like, follow minor leagues. Follow your prospects. I, I, I saw Marty Furk exactly. at 109 miles an hour. Yeah. How many other people can say that? You know, there was actually about 7,000 in the building. Okay, about 7,000 people can and, say that. And there's going to be about 20,000 people claiming that they were there. 13,000 of them are liars, folks. 
We took pictures. Yeah. We have it on our Twitter accounts. We have it on our socials. We were there. You oh, know? Ontario. Oh, Ontario. <laughs> so fun. All minor league hockey. It's so great. For Locked on Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez and... Sarah Avampato from Locked on Los Angeles Kings. See you. Have a great rest of the day. I'll see you at the rinks. And stay cool, Anaheim. Anaheim.